Welcome to We're Listening, the podcast, a community where all voices are heard. I'm your host, Rob Cook. Join me for a lighthearted show about the human experience with live conversations, discussions, and interviews of some of the newest to the most established 3P practitioners from all over the world. So no matter if you've known the three principles for years or you're new to Daily Insights, we hope each episode will inspire you to demonstrate a community where all voices are heard. Welcome to today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, we up for a new treat today because this gentleman hasn't been around long, but he's, he's, I, I met him here recently and, and, um, you'll see why, but he shined and, uh, no pun intended. Um, he shined and, and his energy and his, and his brightness and the, and the way he's showing up is something that I thought would just be fresh and cool to, to show the, the listeners here. So ladies and gentlemen here with me today. It's none other than Mr. Dave Shine. Let's Dime. go. <laughs> it's What's time up, to shine. Man? It's time to shine. I love it. I love it. Dave Shine, it's time to shine. How you doing, man? Oh, dude, super blessed, super blessed. And I'm just happy to be on this podcast. And I know it's just it's just some good energy. And we're about to have a great time. So yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> See, I love that, man. I, I I love that. It's almost like I'm looking at you like, dang, that's what I would look like at his age with energy and this understanding. You know, like, dang, man. You know, the sky's the limit for this guy. How old are you, Dave? How old are you? Uh, 25. 25. Younger than my oldest daughter. So, you, you know, not that I'm trying to sun you right now. I'm just yeah. saying. But real real talk. Um, Let's start with the story, man. Let's start with how we became Dave Sean. What, what led you and your experience out there in Houston, Texas? to this 3P understanding, to this inside out understanding. And then we'll, we'll, we'll play with that for a minute and we'll jump off from there. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So in 2016 is kind of where my personal development and personal growth journey started. And at that time I was actually a car mechanic. I had, um, I guess, so it's cool. Like I was the first kid in my family to go to college and kind of really try to do something with their life. So um, growing up, like, you know, it was kind of just that, um, you know, family thing you know like you know family has their own traumas and their own dysfunction and things like that and kind of growing up in that environment um and so <clears throat> in 2016 um i graduated high school graduated high school i went to a trade school to be a mechanic and after getting out of school and being a mechanic i went to go work at a car dealership and it was cool because i was the hot shot in my family because like you know i'm like 19 years old i'm making 20 dollars an hour i just got a car off the lot and everything so my family's <laughs> like they like this like this guy, man like, He's the man, you know what I mean? Most of my family, they either they either dropped out of high school and went straight to work or they just, as soon as they got out of school, they just went straight to work. And so, you know, I was a cool cat. And <clears throat> working at this dealership, I was working there for about two years. And yet again, I was just living under the notion of like, okay, this is, this is my plight. This is what life is. I'm going to be a mechanic. And I'm going to work here forever and stuff like that. I'm going to just make this money to provide for myself. You know, like just, just like, you know, just like the normal, uh, American dream type type living, which is nothing wrong with that. And so um, <clears throat> like two years into working at this car dealership, something turned like, I was like, I don't know if I wanna do this because this is how I was living every day. I was 19 years old. Every day I, I would have to be at work at 8 a.m. I'll wake up at 7.50, I would rush to work. I'll be late every day. And when I would get <laughs> off work, I would get off work at, I would get off work at five o'clock, smoke weed, go to the gym, get out the gym, smoke weed, take a shower and watch TV. And this was my life as a 19 year old. And I had knew nothing outside of this, but I'm like, this does not feel right. Like, I don't feel like, I just don't feel good. And then the work environment was kind of toxic and stuff like that. 
And um, yeah, so I, I just knew that there was something more that I wanted for my life, but I had knew nothing about it. I was just like, this is not right. Um, one Saturday morning, I literally, I literally was on YouTube scrolling and I scrolled past his video. It was an Eric Thomas video and he's a hip hop preacher. And when I saw that video, I literally started crying. I was like, it sparked something within me. I was like, this guy's talking about success. He's talking about living a great life. He's talking about living a life of passion, impacting people, helping others. He and this is a video. You got to want to succeed more than you want to breathe. breathe. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I was like, what is this about? And so that literally like that was a defining moment. And, and like, you know, I was like, OK, like there is more than life than what I've been doing and how I've been living and what everybody else has taught me about life and stuff like that. And um. Literally that same exact day, I went to the mall later on and I met my first business mentor and he was in the uh, he was like in the network marketing industry or something like that. And so he put me on to personal development. And okay. so I started reading all the books, uh, Thinking Grow Rich, How to Win for the Influence People, Positive. I mean, the, the, the power of thought, better positive thinking, all that stuff, you know, and I went deep into it. Yeah. And um, it was it was really cool because I'm like, oh, shit, like. Like, I'm about to be successful. I was like 19. I'm like, at the age of 23, I'm about to buy my mom a house. I'm about to have a Mercedes Benz. You know, I'm like, I'm about to get it. Like, and like, I had that focus and I had that energy and it was just straight for me. I was like, I'm about to get it. So, um, you know, it was pretty cool. Eventually, I left the car dealership that I was working at, that I was miserable at. And I went to go work at a, a, a retail shoe store. I mean, a retail furniture store. And this was really great because working at this, this, this uh, furniture store, it was me developing myself even more. Like I had this idea that I wanted to be a young professional. I wanted to be a, a young go-getter. I wanted to be a young businessman. And, and this was literally it. And so it was really cool working here. I was working with salespeople that were like 30, like 20, 30 years older than me. And they see this young guy. It was funny because I was so hungry that I would literally get to the store before any of the managers got to the store. They're like, this guy right here, man, he's hungry. <laughs> yeah, I got hungry. And so uh, that was a really cool experience. And um that was, that was really when I was developing and I got my own, I had bought my own, I got my own apartment and just stuff like that. Like life is on the up and up and things like that. And um, what happened is at that time I got introduced to li to the life insurance industry and um, I was working at this furniture store and I started selling life insurance. And one day I sold my first life insurance policy and I made $600 in one hour. And I was like, I was like, whoa, I just made $600 in one hour at this furniture store. It takes me it takes me a whole week to make $600. Mm. I was like, okay, well, this is what I'm going to do. It seems like this is going to be the quickest way for me to be a millionaire when I'm 23. So I'm about to start selling life insurance full time. The thing is, is like, you know, it's a, that's, that's like your, your full, your, your, your business owner at that point. Like this is like, you're no longer being employed. There is no, no income. Like this is you going out there and hustling and things like that. And I don't think my mindset was really at that level, but I was like, I'm going to do it anyway. So literally I quit the furniture store. I had all my bills, my car note and everything like that. I'm about, I was like, I'm about to go sell life insurance. And um, a month into trying to sell life insurance, it wasn't working out for me. Because I'm this 19 year old young guy knocking on people's doors talking about, hey, you need to sell about you life. Need to buy some life. Yeah, you, you 19 talking about life. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they like, bro, they like, they, I'm like, you go, you gonna die. So you need to get this life insurance policy and it's gonna be this much every month. And I'll help you work work this out. And they looking at me like, bro, we ain't, we ain't feeling you. And so, you know, that that whole month I was struggling. And but and what happened is um, since I wasn't selling life insurance, I wasn't making any income. And I started to go on this downward spiral, like self-doubt. Like, I didn't believe in myself. My self-image was going down the drain. I'm like, I got I got cars. And all, I got all this stuff going on, and, I, and I'm not selling life insurance. And so how I see it now is that I really started to take myself and life really serious. 
like I really started to be really hard on myself. And I thought that I was a piece of shit because I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. I didn't, yeah. I got into this state of depression where I, I didn't want to try to, I didn't want to try to call people and go sell life insurance anymore. I got to a place where literally I would wake up in the morning and I would just go lay in my closet for three hours a day because I couldn't face myself and the things that I was thinking about myself. And I had so much pride that I couldn't, I couldn't go get a part-time job in the city that I lived in because I told everybody that I was going to be a successful life insurance agent. Mm. And so I had all this, these notions of like, okay, I can't do this. So I, it's up to me. I got myself into this shit and I'm the only one that can get out of it. So I couldn't, I wasn't talking to my family. I'm smiling and they don't know what's going on, but I'm really in this very dark place and I couldn't talk to anybody. Um, about eventually I would have to move out of my apartment. So uh, it was funny because me, I had a roommate at the time and him, he was in the same kind of place. Like we're both young cats. We're like, we want to be successful. He was working at Taco Bell and uh, the lease was up on the apartment. It was like, we got to move out. And I was like, well, I got an idea. We should move to Florida. Like, <laughs> like, we, like, we, like we got a backpack in a dream. We should move to Florida and things like that. And we really only had 17. I had $700 in my pocket. And the idea was, okay, if I go to Florida, well, let me backtrack the people that I was working with in life insurance company, they're actually located in Florida. So I thought if I go to Florida, I'll be around successful people. I won't be depressed anymore. They'll help me get out of my misery. They'll help me change. They'll change me if I go or be around them. Okay. And, um, yeah, that didn't work out when I got to Florida. It actually, <laughs> no, I, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah the setup of that, yeah, the setup of that all was all wrong because it was outside in. But go, go for exactly, it. We got to learn exactly. it. We got to learn yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I was coming from this place that if I change the outside world, if I change my environment, then things inside of me have changed. And so, you know, that really doesn't work that well. And actually, I learned this very valuable lesson as well is that like, uh, and it, it, I don't know how real this is, but people, you teach people how to treat you. That's what I say now. You teach people how to treat you because I was in such a dark place and I felt so bad about myself and I felt so shitty about myself. When I went to Florida to hang around these successful, wealthy people, guess how they treated me? They treated me like shit. They treated me how I felt about myself. And so I didn't have enough self-respect or whatever to be like, oh, this is who I am. I know my words. So they treated me in that way. And so it was just kind of a downward spiral. And so when I got to Florida, a week into being in Florida, my, my buddy, we had a hotel. We had to move out of the hotel. He flew back to Texas. I'm in Florida by myself because I got my own car. So I ended up for three months, three months, I'm trying to sell life insurance. I'm living in my car, taking showers at um, gyms, eating breakfast at hotels, just, just scratching, just trying to make it by. And I believe that whole three months, I made like freaking $600 and just really crazy. And um, it was actually at, at at, I want to say two months in my car that I had that wasn't actually paying the car note on it got it got repossessed and so now I'm like fuck like that was my home like what am I supposed yeah. to do now? <laughs> like what am I supposed home. to do now yeah yeah exactly uh, but you know it, it works out uh, because what happened is I ended up getting a, I ended up being able to get like a rental car for a week or so like that and then after getting the rental I was sleeping in the rental car and all that but um. It came to a point where I had to take the rental car back. I had, I really had no more. I think I had $300 in my pocket and the rental car people were calling me like, Dave, we need our car back. I'm like, guys, I'm sleeping in it. Can you wait? And they're like, no, we need our car back. They're like, okay, we're sending someone out to get your ass. Like, you know, like we're coming to get. And they're about like, to repo on. your rental car now. Yeah, like, they about, exactly. yeah, you exactly. got your regular car repo. Now they're about to repo your rental. <laughs> yeah. And okay. so, yeah. And so uh, I got to, um, it was over at that point. I had been sleeping in airports and stuff like that. I went to this airport and I had, um, I had $300 in my pocket. I couldn't get any more rental cars cause they blacklisted me. And, um, 
I was thinking about, I was like, okay, maybe I should continue this journey. Maybe I, because I had, I came up with this notion that to be successful, that I had to struggle and I had to strive and I had to put myself through all this because this would actually, this would make me to be successful. This is a success dream. You need to have a, you need to have a very compelling story. And it's funny that I'm telling it because it's quite compelling, but it's like, I see it as like a, you know, it's just like, it was just under the idea that I had to do all this stuff. And um, so, yeah, I was in the airport and this is that moment where like, I literally, you know, I, I say I heard God's voice. I was going back in my head, like, what should I do? And, uh, and, and the voice said, go back to Texas. And that's when, um, that's when the, the, the journey was over because like, I, I was like, okay, I, I'm tired of this struggling. Like I can't even be at peace. I can't chill out because I'm so caught up in my head. I'm so running around. I'm so trying to be successful. I'm so trying to get rich. I'm talking to these people and they can feel this very lackful energy. They can feel this very needy energy coming from me. So they don't like that type of thing. And so um, I went back to Texas and that, and, and I slept on my grandmother's sofa for a year and eight months. And that year and eight months was the rebuilding stage, if you will, because when I got back to Texas, I remember this exact day. I literally, when I got back to Texas, uh, I got an Uber to my grandmother's house and I remember sitting on her sofa and like my body was just exhausted. Like, I was just tired. Like I literally just sat there and was able to finally release because I was done with all the, all the shit that I thought I needed to do. Um, my mind didn't, my mind didn't believe that though. I still thought like, oh bro, you still gotta be, you need to go be a successful life insurance agent. Still, you still gotta yeah. go on this journey and stuff like that. Even though you feel so tired and exhausted and you just burnt out, you literally burnt out, bro. And so things start to change. Um, I remember, um, so like, you know, I just started to take care of myself and this is when I really started to look in a different direction. I wanted to, I started to look in like this, like in spirit, I started to read spiritual um, information and stuff like that. And I remember one day I was in the gym, I was working out and I had a YouTube video and I had a YouTube, a YouTube video and I was listening to it and I was listening to the spiritual teacher and the spiritual teacher said, you're worthy. And that literally changed everything. They said, you're worthy and you can stop trying. You're worthy and you can stop trying. Because I saw that everything that I was trying to do was to try to validate my worthiness. Everything, all the success that I was trying to attain all the, the everything that I was trying to do was because I thought that it would make me worthy. I thought that if I struggled hard enough, that I'll be worthy. I thought that all this stuff that it will make me worthy and people will accept me and believe in me and things like that. And at that point, I saw that 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 wasn't true. I saw that I really was worthy already. And I didn't I mean, it wasn't like a real conceptual. Oh, I know I'm worthy, but it was just that feeling that, OK, this is this is truth. And so it's funny because this is truth. And I started to that I, instead of looking in the direction of like, what can I make true and what can I make real? When I felt that you're worthy, I started to look, okay, what is actually true about me if all of this is not true about me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, That's exactly what I experienced. And, and, and that's when I really started to, yet again, get on like this spiritual journey and started like just taking a lot of spiritual information. And so my life, my life literally got better. I started to feel better about myself. Like, you know, I started to write a lot of affirmations. I started writing my affirmations every day. I had a notebook of affirmations. I started reading all the books and stuff like that. And my life started getting better, quite frankly. And um, I um I started working at a uh I started working at a retail shoe store and I worked there for like three months and I was like, hey, we love your energy. We love how you show up to the world, we love just how you be, because this is all like, you know, this is a shift that I made. And I was like, we want you to be a manager. And I worked there as a manager and then oh. in 2020, in 2020 is when I got laid off. But that was absolutely fine because 
before that, I had started making videos on Instagram and I started making YouTube videos and I started making a podcast. And I really wanted to share with people like what had happened in my life, like how I went through this very dark place where I literally would sleep in my closet every morning to really feeling good about myself and really wanting to inspire people. And so that's when I just started making videos. And and from there, it's, you know, a lot of cool stuff is happening. You know I, mean? <laughs> I can and, uh, see it. I can <laughs> see it. And so, yeah, after making videos, I, I ran into a life coach and I was like, I want to do what you do. I want to help people and stuff like that. And so that's when I started my journey as being a, like a, a life coach practitioner and inspirational speaker. But I see that like my my calling and things like that and like what really feels good for me is to kind of to inspire people and speak to people and just just and, and that's what it is that uh, we had there are options and, and there is hope and that's what i like to share with people oh man i i absolutely love that because it's so much to uh, unpack in the story and and so much to point to your resilience and your wisdom i mean just the point of having your externals be one way and you decide to be the only one to go to college or want to get out or want to do something different even that part like that's yeah. what your norm was, but you wanted to get out. Like it was yeah. almost like this undertone of wisdom always being there for you until you wake up to it. You know, uh, I I love that. So help me, help me kind of go through that first insight when it shifted from the outside world to in, and you knew, okay, I'm connected to mine. I got thoughts, and this is my conscious level. You know, help me kind of walk me through that part of the shift when life went from outside to inside out. It was so cool because I love that you said that because I had so many insights, even in my darkest spot, even when I was really depressed, I I, I noticed that I was like, okay, this doesn't align with what I'm actually experiencing. Mm -hmm. Like what people tell me is not really, because so this is what happened. One day I was sleeping in my closet. This was when I woke up one morning and I was just went inside the closet because I didn't like to see the sun come up because I knew that, okay, if the sun come up, here's another miserable ass day where I got to be in my head and beat myself up. I remember going to the park and I couldn't even experience the park because I was so just so much just in here. And um, I was laying in the closet. I was laying in the closet sleep. And then a notification on my phone went off. And I had saw that I had got a, a, a deposit for $200. And I literally jumped up. And I jumped up. I put on clothes. And I ran out the door and started paying bills. And I looked. I was like, I said, what, the, what just happened? I was like, how did a number, a notification on my phone change my whole state of being? Mm. I was really lost for words. And it was funny. After that moment, I started running around to my family. I was like, money doesn't mean anything. Money. Like, this <laughs> no, but, but what I noticed is that like it wasn't the phone that made me feel that way. There was something else happening that actually changed my whole state of being. And yeah, it was my idea that money meant something. But I saw that that phone couldn't have made me do that. Like yeah. the whole time, the phone couldn't make me do that. And so that was one of those insights where when I was in a, I didn't know what was going on, but I, I knew something was up. I knew it wasn't really what I was actually experiencing. And the next, the next like kind of insight that I had was when I was selling life insurance and I would have this, I would sell, I would be driving around, go to these people houses. And when I saw somebody with a very big house, I would get so insecure. I would, when I saw a very fancy house, I would get so insecure. And then one moment I stopped and I was like, what does the size of that house have to do with the way that I feel? Why does that house mean anything different than that house? Mm. Why does this? And I just was like, this is not a lot. I was like, 
why does that make that doesn't make sense at this house sense. oh yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> this inanimate object this this house right here has something to do with the way that i feel and to even make me feel insecure and it just didn't make sense to me oh man that is uh that is super cool and uh, you know what i really love i think probably what is what made me want to connect more is and I could be wrong, so I, I'm gonna say it. And if I'm wrong, clear it up. I still don't think intellectually you understand what the fuck happened. I think this is just a feeling in your heart, bro, and you're riding it because it feels that good. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, because that's the only way I live, and that's just me being honest. Like, Rob, I, 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 <laughs> I literally don't understand this intellectual, and I'm okay with that. Now, at first, I was bothered by it. I did have to think I needed to be as smart as my mentor, Michael, and, and as elegant as some of the people who came before me, the Jack Pranskys, the George Pranskys, the Christine Heath, the Dick and Bettages, Aaron Turners, whoever. You know, I thought I needed to listen and be as 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 spiritual as the Mavis and the Elsies. And, and I mean, it was all over the place. I never knew I was going to love as much as Miss Bev. I don't know if you've met Miss Bev yet, but man, you saw some. Like, you saw some. You That's know? No, you said it though, and uh, it's funny because so like when I I made I started making YouTube videos like in 2019, but before that, like in 2018, I, I wasn't I didn't know that I had something to share, so I had a I got a voice recorder and I used to just record these audios of just how I felt and what I was thinking and things like that, and I didn't know what was going on, but I knew that I felt good. So I want to say this, like you said, the good feeling, and so I correlated the good feeling to self expression. I was like, when I'm expressing myself and when I'm being real, like that good feeling is there and I know it's there and I can't do nothing about it, but I know this is real. Like there ain't nothing, like there is something to this. I don't know what it is, but I feel great. And I correlated that to that, um, like making my YouTube videos and doing videos and things like that. And it's funny because all of my videos in the past, I used to just talk about feeling good because I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was, just like, I, feel good. I was like, guys, I was like, guys, it's about feeling good. You need to just feel good. Like it's your thoughts making you feel bad. And I used, that's always I used to say all the time and things like that. And uh, I didn't. But yeah, I get again, like you said, like it was like I didn't know what was going on. And so I kind of was I was looking out in the world, kind of like, you know, looking for all these scientific facts. Like I didn't think that. I didn't think that what I was saying was valid because it had no statistics about it. It was just how I felt. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and, you know, that kind of took me on a, a wherever it did, but yeah, that's it. Like the feeling and that that's all I knew. And so I always say, it's like, if I, I mean, if I don't feel good, nothing else really matters actually. Like that's kind of what it is. You know what I mean? And, that, and you I'm know, not, what's funny about that. You know what that statement is? That statement is Dave shines 2021 version of Sydney Banks saying to everyone, if you're ever listening to a tape of me and you get the feeling, take the tape and throw it out of the window and stay with the feeling. That's all. That's just your way this many years later of identifying or saying exactly what Sydney Banks was talking about when he said this. Another part of your story I like, right, is you are, in a sense, not supposed to have this joy. You don't supposed to have this, Dave. You shouldn't be smiling this fucking big, Dave, being homeless, living in your closet. Again, that's the being part that opens everybody up to see this understanding. The resilience and what you had to do to see yourself. You did it. You did it. There is, in my opinion, 
in my personal opinion, there is no more to life other than what you choose to do with the fact you know who you are now. Period. It's just going to be shown in however you show up. Whether you decide to sell life insurance, whether you decide to do inspirational videos. Bro, I can go into restaurants sometime and see somebody who know different about how life works and be like, damn, he served drinks like the bartender. Like he living in this understanding. You just see it. You just know it. It just is. So I mean, I love that. I love I love the the way you are are going at this. Um, And so help me understand right now you're in a program in the rewilding community with Angus and Rohini, correct? Mm-hmm. Tell me what that experience is like. Oh, it's been absolutely amazing. The This experience, it's a cool thing that, like, the first weekend, like, just hearing all of these human beings share their story. Yeah. And that, like, that did, that, that, that was transformational for me because it showed, and you said, it shows that we really are in this experience together and we're really actually not alone and we actually all have our own experience but it's all so similar and we all deal with stuff and I was and and what I came out of it with is I was like let's celebrate our humanity and what I came out of it with is like we all have shit and we all have whatever we have but it's like we can only shine through with that like that is what allows us to shine through our humanity is what allows a dog can't really shine you know what I mean like only a human being and with our flaws and all we still able to shine and we're still able to show up and we're still able to do whatever the hell we do. But it only happens, it can only happen through you, through your, through your, all your shit. It can only happen through you. And that's one of the biggest things. And just like, just the connection, like it was just like, I can't explain this connection that we all have right here, but I feel something that's a, that's a fine line that runs through all of us. And I love it and it feels good. And, and this was a thing I, I saw as well. When everybody was talking, it felt like that I was expressing myself. And that, that feeling is what changed everything. I was like, it feels like I'm doing this, but I'm not saying nothing. I haven't said anything in three hours, but it feels like I'm like doing something, but. That's the connection of the community. Yeah. That's feeling, that's feeling the vibe of, of the room and the, the space that's being held. Uh, I love Angus and Rohini. I, I absolutely I do too. I, I love them, man. They're just such, such beautiful people. Um, Man, we've we've been going here for a while, and I don't think you've said anything that I disagree with, but you did, so I just want to clean it up real quick. Let's go. I don't know about your dogs, but my dogs shine like hell, because I love my puppies, okay? <laughs> so I don't know if you just don't have a dog, Dave, or I don't know what kind of experience, but my friend, okay, this is a, this is a bit of advice from what we would say an old cat to a young cat is you better learn to love some dogs my friend because they all over the 3p community okay i was just thinking with you no but um man i really really have enjoyed this time and i'm I'm so excited uh with the freshness and the aliveness that your voice is having because it's it's like so much more out there for you to learn and see that i'm just super super excited to watch you do you know given your story i commend you um, for being resilient enough to go through sleeping in, in your cars to chase it at such a young age. Um, there's something that's extraordinary about you, Dave. I don't know what Thank it you. is. I don't know what it is, but you do. Tap yeah. into that, man. Tap into that and 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 shine. Like yeah. just like the name says, do it, man. Like I I get excited watching you. 
and I'm excited about just about everything, but damn, I get excited watching you, you know? Uh, just the smile on your face, the energy. And I, I said, like, I wonder if I knew this at 20 some, would I have been as alive as he is in a sense? So I love that. But I want to do this. I want to give you an opportunity. Um, you're, you're new to the community, but this is a global community. So, you know, we're talking to people from one end of the world all the way to the other. We're talking socioeconomic statuses that range. We're talking uh, all kind of experiences. And they're right now listening, Dave. And I just want you to talk to them for a minute. Whatever it is that you want to say to the community from Dave Shine, you know, they're listening. Yeah. What I want to say is this is something that it's like we really are at the right place at the right time. Like we really are. We really are. And I see oftentimes that I'm like, nah, I'm not, I'm not doing good. I, I I got a long list of things that I need to do and that I need to make happen that I want to do and that I desire and stuff like that. And I see how it kind of just takes me away from 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 the well-being that's already present with me right now. And when I always when I just see that, oh shit, I'm actually I'm actually at the right place at the right time. And it actually it is. It, it is working out for me a lot better than I actually think it is. A lot of times I don't think it is, but when I just kind of sit back and see this, like, oh, okay, I'm actually cool. I'm actually doing all right. You know what I mean? It is actually working out. It just brings me a sense of, you know, just a sense of reassurance and things like that. And that's really what I want to share with people. It's like when we can kind of see, it's like even when the worst of things are actually happening, that is, it don't have to be pretty. It's probably not going to be pretty. You don't even have to accept that it's all right, but it is happening right now. And it's like, there's something to that. There's something to that, that it's actually happening right now. And um, yeah, that's what I think I want to share. And if you want to check me out, I'm actually, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Dave underscore shine. I'm on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel, Dave shine. And we also, I'm actually working with another practitioner by the name of Danny. We're, we're creating a men's group kind of basically that's going to be, you know, working with this understanding. And the idea that I have for it right now is that challenging the idea of what a man should be. And that's the idea that we're kind of going to run with right now. So I'm super excited about it. And we're just going to keep shining, man. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information about the podcast, please go to 3pgc.org. If you're looking for more information about how to become a practitioner or you want to be featured on the show as a new, fresh voice in the principles, Send us an email at info at 3pgc.org. We'd love to hear from you. Knowing there is no end or limitation, nor are there boundaries to the human mind, have the day you deserve.